The Green Bay Packers played with their food. They couldn't convert in the red zone. They couldn't get stops when they needed it. They turned the ball over at will. And they ended up getting beat by an inferior opponent. This is what happens when you play with your food. A 24-22 loss at MetLife Stadium when the Packers had an opportunity to go take control of the NFC North. We will break it all down. A disappointing, one of the most disappointing losses of the season. We'll break it down live on YouTube. You are locked on Packers. Your daily Green Bay Packers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. You are Locked On Packers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Peter Bukowski, and I cover the Packers for The Leap, a newsletter I would love for you to subscribe to. Follow me on Twitter, Peter underscore Bukowski. Follow the podcast on Twitter, Locked On Packers. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Wherever you find podcasts, you will find Locked On Packers, the number one Packers podcast on the internet. And the show for fans who know what happened, they want to know why and how Today's episode brought to you by our friends at Game Time. Last-minute tickets, the lowest prices guaranteed. Go to GameTime.com slash NFL and use the code Locked on NFL or download the Game Time app and use the code Locked on NFL for a first uh, $20 off that first purchase. It was a coin flip. It was a coin flip about whether we were going to lead the show with the offense or the defense. And the offense had an opportunity to go down and do what they couldn't do in October. With the game potentially there to win against the Broncos, against the Raiders, they had a chance to go down and take the lead. The Packers did it. It took them two tries to Malik Keith, but they did it. They took the late lead. And then it looked like Joe Barry legitimately didn't know a field goal would beat them. It was like he thought they had gone up a touchdown and all he needed to do was protect the goal line. There was a play on that last drive where Carrington Valentine is playing 15 yards off the receiver. You just need to get to the 40-yard line if you're New York and you can kick the potential game-winning field goal. Now, I understand you have a kicker that missed earlier from inside 50, but. Randy Bullock is a veteran kicker. You don't expect that to happen. You have to give up some kind of some kind of opposition. But you have a third string quarterback who has taken 28 sacks in four games. And you you don't you don't get him one time. Not one time. He goes 17 for 21 for a buck 58 and a touchdown does not turn the ball over. Jordan Love did it twice. Made every big throw when he needed to make it in the red zone. They score on every red zone trip. Every red zone trip. Well, except the except the one. So they go three or four in the red zone. Sorry. The the I think the Fox telecast said they went four for four. They went three for four in the red zone. But the Packers went two for five. They didn't, the one that they didn't score on was the Saquon fumble, which was going to be the all-time gift for the Packers if they were able to come out and win this game. 
It was a gift. It wasn't anything Joe Barry did. Missing a field goal in the first half, that wasn't anything Joe Barry did. Pre-snap penalties, that wasn't anything Joe Barry did. This defense, I tried to warn you. We, we, we wrote about it over at the Leap. We talked about it on this show. This defense is not very good. 24 points to Tommy DeVito. 17 points, more than 17 points above their average. 367 yards of offense, almost seven yards per play to a backup, not just a backup quarterback, a, a third-string quarterback undrafted free agent. No shade at Tommy DeVito or Brock Purdy or any other undrafted free agent or, or you know, last pick of the seventh round. But this is embarrassing defense. I don't care if Quay Walker's not out there. I don't care if Jair Alexander isn't out there. I don't care if Darnell Savage is in and out of the lineup. You can't have this happen. Keyshawn Nixon, like, like he was standing still against, against Wondell Robinson on that last drive. I don't understand what, what happened. And the thing about this Joe Barry defense is it will look the same no matter who you play. And they let Tommy DeVito throw everything underneath. Now, they they did hit the, the sale route to Wondell Robinson at the end of the game, and that was huge. But they let Tommy DeVito dink and duck them down the field on that last drive and really the whole game. Now, I understand they have secondary injuries, but this pass rush, we talked about it on the show. We led the show with a, a conversation about how this pass rush could single-handedly win the game. Not only did, did that not happen, the Packers did basically nothing to try and force the issue. They didn't send extra bodies. Nothing creative, not much to disguise what they were doing. And they just let the Giants do whatever they wanted. They got gashed up the middle in the run game again. 34 carries, 200 yards on the ground. 200 yards on the ground again, Joe Barry. Again, and, and most of it from Saquon Barkley and Tommy DeVito. Saquon Barkley, you expect to get his. You don't expect him to fumble on the longest run of the day. They had actually mostly bottled him up aside from that one long run where he just trips over his own feet and loses the ball as he goes down. Carrington Valentine has the presence of mind to pick it up. Again, this would have been an all-time gift game if the Packers had won it. They did not deserve to win it. And to me, the biggest reason is the defense. Now, I understand the turnovers and all these things, but this goes back to the conversations we were having in October. Yes, the offense wasn't looking great. And yes, the defense held their opponents below 21. But we're talking about trash opponents. We're talking about Jimmy Garoppolo and, and Josh McDaniels right before he's about to get fired. We're talking about Kenny Pickett in a game that right before Matt Canada is about to get fired. And you can't get stops because you can't stop the run because you don't know how to tailor your game plan to the quarterback you're playing. If you're playing Josh Allen or Patrick Mahomes or Dak Prescott, you've got a game plan. Anybody else. And you got nothing. And again, I, I go back to the Lions game and listen to some of the discussions that we had on this show after that game. I insisted 
I insisted that play-to-play down-to-down, the defense didn't actually play that great against the Lions. Over six yards per play in that one. They got three turnovers that were huge, and they got some fourth-down stops that were huge, but those are not sustainable ways to play football. They're just not. So this defense, and again, I understand. Quay Walker, not there. Jair Alexander, not there. Darnell Savage, in and out of the lineup. Eric Stokes, not activated. So you're playing with backup, backup, backup cornerbacks. But your front is healthy. Your front should have dominated this football game. Your front should have dominated this football game. And again, the offense did the thing that they were supposed to do. They go down at the end with a chance to win the game. And they they won it. They won it. Again, yes, they got an all-time gift on the fumble. But they scored. They took the lead with under two minutes left. And the defense couldn't hold it. Don't forget that the only reason, that the only reason the Packers beat the Saints, 17-point comeback and all of that, the only reason they beat the Saints is because the Saints missed, what was it, a 43-yard field goal at the end? They should have lost that Saints game too because the defense couldn't get it done. They let Jimmy Garoppolo and the Raiders go right down the field at the end. They let Russell Wilson go right down the field at the end. Jordan Love had had taken the lead back in that game. This defense situationally against a, a terrible opponent that you should have dominated at the point of attack. This is a trend. The reason that this is on the defense, not the offense, is because this is a trend. And this is a, a Giants team that... All season has not been able to score points at home, really has not been able to score points consistently against anyone. They didn't create any big plays, but they were hyper-efficient in the red zone. And when they had their opportunities, they took advantage and they didn't they they didn't turn the ball over just enough. The Packers played like they thought they could just roll in and win. And again, they blew a game to an inferior opponent. This has been a story for much, much, much too much of the season. Now, the offense certainly had their hand in all this. And we're going to talk about the offense and their problems in just a second here on our live post game on YouTube, Locked on Packers. Today's episode brought to you by our friends at Game Time. Buying tickets should not be a hassle, it should not be a pain. And generally, it is but not at game time. Game time has deals on tickets right up to the start of an event. Even in an hour after it starts, it's the best place to find last minute seats. Find exclusive flash deals and sponsored tickets on football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and much more. Plus with the game time guarantee, you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, game time will credit you 110% of the difference. Download the game time app. And create an account. Then use the code locked on NFL for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem the code locked on NFL for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets at the lowest price 
guaranteed. Plus, Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. The offense started incredibly slow, and the biggest reason was Jordan Love. He just did not play well in this game. Came out slowly, missed opportunities, missed throws, inaccurate balls, did not look confident in the pocket, and I thought Matt LaFleur did not have his best game. Got way too conservative, especially when the offense didn't quite hit its stride early on. They came out aggressive. They took the ball again. This was a team that just sliced and diced one of the best defenses in the league. Like, I know the Chiefs lost again, but it wasn't like the Bills scored 40 on them. Like, that was a close competitive game. It took a last-minute drive. This, this was not the Packers offense that we had seen of late. This was the October Packers offense. Jordan Love missing throws, guys dropping balls, key situational miscues, third down. They could not convert a third down to save their lives in this game. It, it, it Unbelievable. Five of 14 in this game on third down. Giants, not much better, 3 of 10, but like they're a bad offense. The Packers are not. The Packers are eighth in EPA per play coming into this game. The Giants are a, a an average to below average defense. This was not the game script. This was not the game. You can't have Tommy DeVito outplay Jordan Love. The fumble in the red zone. The missed field goal in the red zone. You, you just can't have these mistakes. The interception on an underthrow, like what is Jordan Love looking at? The coverage is the wrong coverage for that throw. And then you, you don't get enough air on the ball. So it's just like a punt. Matt LaFleur fell in love with those end around jet sweep. They're, they're, they ran a, a couple different versions, actual true reverses with Jaden Reed, fell in love with those. Because they worked a couple times. Like, I get it. You don't have Aaron Jones. You don't have Christian Watson. You're trying to manufacture something. And early on, there was some really cool stuff happening in, in the, the run game. But then they got conservative. Second and long runs. Second and medium runs. Nothing to get this offense going. And then, of course, on the last drive, later in the game, all of a sudden, they just they get into empty and they start to go. And they start to move the ball miraculously. But overall, this was this was a piss poor defense or offensive performance. Defense too. 4.9 yards per play, 203 net yards passing. That's just not good enough. Like the run game was actually fine, generally speaking. Average five yards a carry. You get the Jaden Reed score on, on a beautiful design play. Patrick Taylor ran well in this game. AJ Dillon overall, I thought, played pretty well in this game. But again, you go down with a chance to win the game. You get the fumble. 
and you go down and you, you try and do what you couldn't do in October. You try and get that, that, that ceiling shattering score. Okay. You're losing late, go out and, and get that fourth quarter touchdown. Get that comeback win. They did it. They did it. And it took Malik two, Malik Keith two tries, but they did it. And so that is a credit to this offense. Tucker Kraft, a huge play down the seam. That sets up a scoring opportunity. Romeo Dobbs, a couple big catches. Samori Toure, a couple big catches. I think it's pretty clear how much they miss Christian Watson in this game. How they how much they miss Christian Watson in this offense in general. It is it is going to be hard to score consistently. They lost Dontavian Wicks in this game. You're all pull off tackle. Okay. You're running back. Okay. You were able to make that work the last couple weeks because you had Christian Watson, because you had Dontavian Wicks, at least for some of those games. You had Luke Musgrave. Now, when you when you have the the injury atrophy and you have the inconsistencies of young players, those inconsistencies are magnified. And so Jordan Love, he played better in the second half. Didn't turn the ball over, made some accurate throws. The throw on the corner route to Romeo Dobbs was gorgeous. Romeo Dobbs unable to get that toe tap. I thought the throw to Samori Toure was an incredible play by, by Jordan Love. Like uh, there's some people in the chat complaining about the throw there. Like he had to sidestep two defenders to make that throw falling as he's sidearming it to Samori Toure. I thought, you know, maybe Romeo Dobbs or, or Christian Watson are able to make that catch, get your, get that second foot in inbounds. Dontavian Wicks. That's not what happened. That's not what happened. And so that's where the inconsistencies come. These games are going to happen. But you you need your defense to pick you up. You need your special teams to not pee down their legs like they did in this one. You can't turn the ball over. You can't have bad turnovers. Now, this was a game where, okay, Jordan Love didn't play great, but he gave them a chance late with a chance to win. You have to be able to win games when your quarterback is not great. You can't have a, a, a competitive team where if your offense isn't great, you can't win. Where the defense is going to play bad situational football, is going to play conservative patty cake defense, and then your special teams, you're going to miss multiple opportunities and you're you're going to fumble the ball deep in your own territory after taking Jaden Reed off punt returns for reasons that remain unclear. Keyshawn Nixon fumbles the ball. Keyshawn Nixon, a nightmare game. A nightmare game. You can't win consistently if you rely this much on your offense. And the Packers have not had to do that over the last couple of weeks. They've played good situational football. Their special teams has not killed them if their defense plays the way that they played against Detroit or Kansas City even with some of the qualifiers that are that are worth adding here 
they win this game. If if Keyshawn Nixon doesn't fumble the ball, the Packers probably win this game, frankly. That fumble was huge. You have a chance. It's it's a tie game. And you you're 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 just giving the ball away. Just giving the ball away. Now, luckily, you you get a turnover on downs, but then the Packers give it right back. Like this was kind of a comedy of errors here for both of these teams, frankly. But the Giants are a bad team. You expect that from a bad team. You don't expect that from a team like the Packers, or at least the way that they've looked over the last few weeks. And so when you have these sorts of moments, these, these opportunities, you can't let them go by. The offense took advantage late in the game, situational football. They did what they were supposed to do. It was the defense that couldn't do it. And the special teams, the special teams, if they get a baseline special teams performance in this game, they probably win. And how many times do we have to say that? We're going to talk about the special teams in just a second here on Locked on Packers. Today's episode brought to you by our friends at DoorDash. Monday night, when you're, you have a, a Monday night game, it's the perfect time to DoorDash something because, you know, one o'clock game, that gives you time to go out and cook. But that that 7.15 Lambo, Lambo time start, like that does not give you a lot of wiggle room for food. So you dial up the DoorDash app, pull that up, find your, your game time food of choice. Mine is wings. Maybe yours is burgers, pizza. Maybe yours is poke, like sushi. I don't know. You, you do what you want to do. DoorDash has probably whatever you want. If, if you can think of a food group, you could probably get it on DoorDash. Or the restaurants in your area just don't have it. Because DoorDash is going to deliver everything they can. So what are you waiting for if you're not on the DoorDash train yet? Get on it. And right now, get 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend $15 or more on your first order. When you download the DoorDash app and enter code LOCK23. Now, go to the DoorDash app. Download it if you don't have it. You can get 50% off up to a $10 value with the code LOCK23. Subject to change and terms do apply. And thanks to everyone who makes Locked On Packers their first listen every day. We hope you like starting your day with us as much as we like starting our day with you. Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7. Covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. So when you're the Packers and you're this young, inconsistent team, you cannot, cannot come out of the second half, force a three and out on defense, a third and one, the Packers go out and they get a stop. Kenny Clark tackle in the backfield. The ball to 25, all you have to do, Keyshawn Nixon, is fall on it. He drops it, he falls on it, and then gets up and tries to run. I understand the aggressiveness, taking the ball out of the end zone, all those things. 
there's there is an ocean of difference between taking the ball out of the end zone where the risk is what five yards maybe like if you if you let it go in you get the ball at the 25 if you don't worst case scenario you get tackled like the 15 18 that that 8 or 10 yards is not going to kill you that there's not much risk there you cannot pick the ball up and try and run with it Packers have a 10-7 lead at that point. They muff the punt. Keyshawn Nixon tries to pick it up. They can't. The Giants go in three plays, 31 yards. They score a touchdown. The Giants now have a lead in a game where they, they have not played well to date. Yeah, they had a missed field goal, all that stuff. This, it can't happen. It just can't happen. And the miss, like, I, I understand the sack. I don't know what else Jordan Love is supposed to do in a situation like that. You get multiple guys turning their guys loose. I, I don't know. I don't know what you're supposed to do if you're Jordan Love in that case. He takes the sack and you miss a field goal. But it wasn't like we're talking about a 55-yard field goal. It's a 45-yard field goal. Like, it's third and 11 at the Giants, 17. Okay, a 35-yard field goal, that's a chip shot. But a 45-yard field goal, we're talking about, like that's like a 75% make rate in the NFL. Andres Carlson just has to make that field goal. And he wasn't even, like, really close today. Every field, every kick just barely leaks in. Like, what do you, what do you do? What do you do? You already made the coaching change. Rich Passaccia was supposed to fix this. How many times do I have to come on a post-game stream? Even in games that they've won, I've had to come on here and go, what is the special teams doing? This is ridiculous. You are not getting a return on your investment right now. This is bad. This is still one of the worst special teams groups in the league. And, and we had Cassidy Hill on, and she wrote, I, you know, the, the definitive Rich Bisaccia and Green Bay story. It was a great, it was a great piece. And she made a great answer when I said, you know, what's the deal? But you expect more at this point from your veteran guys. And I understand you you have to live with the growing pains of, of Anders in a rookie season. But like, at a certain point, you also have to show some of the talent. Like, they, they don't play the field position game like they trust him, like they want to give him opportunities to kick 55-yard field goals and show off that leg. So what exactly do they see in him? It's unclear. Now, luckily, the coverage units weren't also a, a mess, but then he Anders almost had a, a kick out of bounds if it doesn't hit. Uh, a, a giant player, it goes out of bounds, and it's just like, what, what is happening? What is happening? It doesn't make any sense. If if Rich Bisacci was supposed to come in and fix all this, okay. Twenty eight minutes into the show, okay. There are now, you're six and seven, four games left. You will be favored 
in all four games. Win all four games and you will be in the postseason. 10 and 7 will be enough. The the none of the NFC South teams are getting the 10 wins. They're just not. The Vikings are not getting the 10 wins. The Seahawks are not getting to 10 wins. The Rams might get to 10 wins, but it, it might not matter because they're not going to keep the Packers out. Plus the Packers hold the head-to-head tiebreaker with the Rams. You have four games left. What you have to hope, the Vikings are, are going to start Nick Mullins. Like if the Packers do what they should and go and go beat the Bucs, they should be favored in Minnesota. But we'll see. We'll see. And now you have four games to go do it. You have four games to go do it. And you can. They still hold all the cards here in the wild card race. And what you hope is the case. What you hope is the case is that this is a reminder. This is a reminder that you have to treat all of these teams with the requisite respect. They look right now like a team that functions better as an underdog. When they have the expectation, the weight of expectation, they have not risen to the moment so far. And that has to change. Now they get the Panthers, who are a terrible team, but the Giants were a terrible team. They get the Bears, who are who are playing unlike a terrible team. They're, but I, I think generally are still a bad team. And the Bucks are still a below average team. So, and and the Vikings, they just bench their quarterback. Who knows what's going on over there? They they have good chances to win all of these games. Do I? I'm not going to say should. No, I don't like to say should. But they have a chance to win all of these games. What you want is for this to be the wake-up call to them. And remind them, hey, you have to go in, and I'm talking to Matt LaFleur too. You have to go into these games acting like, hey, let's just let it all hang out. Because that's how they played the last two weeks. Let's just go try and stun this team. Played loose, played free. They played tight on Monday night. They played not to lose at times on Monday night. And this is how teams grow. This is how teams grow. You have to have these moments sometimes. And, and you know, I hadn't really thought about it. We had, I mentioned Cassidy Hill. She was on the show the other day and, she, you know, she was like, you know, they, they probably won't win out. Unless it was pre-Chiefs. But they probably won't win out. They'll probably win a dumb game because that's what young teams do. That's true. That's true. Let this be the dumb game. Let this be the dumb game. Just one. Just let it be one. Get back on track. Get woken up a little bit. And then close down the stretch the last month. The first loss in December in Matt LaFleur's career. They're favored against the Bucs. Go beat that team and and then go from there. And who knows? Maybe their scope did get a little bit too wide. Maybe they did start thinking, hey, we can win the North. 
that's not going to work. Got to go beat this Bucks team and go from there. All right, follow me on Twitter, Peter underscore Bukowski. We're back tomorrow. Lily Zhao, Ray Zhao, you doing? And then we're we're back at it already on a short week. Got to go play the Bucks. So it's not going to be an easy game. Not going to be an easy game. Packers have to play better than they did on Monday. Follow me on Twitter, Peter underscore Bukowski. Follow the podcast on Twitter, Locked on Packers. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you find podcasts, you will find Locked on Packers. You know what? You know what I know is true. Look at all. If you're if you're on the stream, Vikings in the Vikings fans in the stream, Bears fans in the stream. You know you know who I don't see when the Packers win those people. They the Packers live rent free in their heads. At all times, they are thinking about the Packers. And the Packers losing is better for them than their team winning. That is still true, even with Jordan Love. With Aaron Rodgers gone, that is still true. That is still true. Anytime you want to come hang out with us live, we're still live after the game. You can come subscribe to us on our Locked on Packers YouTube page so you can stay Locked on Packers.